If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. All right, 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 all right. Okay, now, Sante. Yeah. I can't remember the rest of the words. What's cooler than being cool? The friend zone. I said, what's cooler than being cool? The friend zone. All right, now, shake it. Shake, 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 shake it. Shake, shake, shake it to the beat of the music. You better be on beat on the friend zone, okay? When we stop dropping hip roll, we don't stop. When the fire break out in the friend zone, we stop dropping hip roll. Okay. Okay. When I put my hand up on your hip, we dip. I okay. dip and you dip and we dip. Because I'm thugging to the casket dip over here. Okay? Endless thugging. What's up, everybody? And welcome to this week's episode of... The Friend Zone. The Friend Zone is your weekly look at mental hygiene, health, and wellness with a fresh spin and comedic jokes to pepper it, or excuse me, peppered with... <laughs> Moments like this, which are comedic and natural and organic, and they just happen, and that's why they stick. And what so, about yeah. the must? I'm surprised. Because, <laughs> okay, because and what about the who must? in the hell wants a musty brain? Friend didn't know what to expect. Thank you. <laughs> Friend did not know what to expect. I'm feeling the energy today, guys. I are feel you? the energy today, too. I feel right? great today. Yeah. I really so. want to do some work today, you guys. So what do you think that we can talk about today that will be the most impactful and something that's universal that everyone has some sort of connection to or knowledge mm. of? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk religion. I know we got a lot of tweets about Scientology. Yes, we did. Because they we went, get into all of that juice. And you know what? I was I I was in Seattle mm-hmm, a few nights mm-hmm, ago, mm-hmm. and I was watching this uh, thing about that girl from Leah Remini. Yes, yes. yes. I had no idea. Like, I yes. Was, I mean, shoot. I mean, clearly, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> when I was started to watch that shit, I didn't realize how serious it was. Leah Remini has been rolling the organization of Scientology like some dice this past week. She didn't came out with that book. She didn't did interviews. Twenty twenty. She didn't did everything. Barbara Wawa. She didn't did every <laughs> any interview you could think of. She has done it. She is sick of you know the things that she is sick of (laughs) it's so difficult sometimes to have a conversation about something like religion because you definitely don't want to offend anyone and everybody is clearly entitled to their own beliefs their own perspectives it's it's the most personal thing to me in existence spirituality religion you know what i mean it's like talking fucking politics you know 
So it's very interesting because religion is one of those topics that you definitely don't want to step on anyone's toes. Everyone is entitled to their own perspective. And so you have to tread lightly and be sensitive. You know what I mean? Not overly sensitive, but you just have to be respectful to everyone involved when you're discussing something like religion. So it's a conversation that a lot of people shy away from. Right. Um, and so people are just so convicted because it's faith based. So this is like something that you literally have committed yourself to believing in. Mm -hmm. And so... <clears throat> It's an interesting conversation to have, so why don't we take a stab at it, you guys? Let's do it. I... Well, what about it? Because, you know, when you're talking <laughs> well, about, about Jesus, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure we're not talking about, like, Medea or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure we're talking about the real Jesus. No, I'm just playing. Let or me Phaedra. Ooh. Ooh. Fix it, and Jesus. You know what? Yeah, before, let's start with on, that before ashy. We, before we even get into religion, before we get started, Phaedra Parks... It's always so weird to see her mama on the damn show. Like, oh my god! Like Pastor Regina. Like, it's just like. What is she like a famous pastor? Yeah, she. I mean, she didn't get her. <laughs> <laughs> she has a a, a, a moderate Wait, religious <laughs> look. First of all, her name is Regina that, Bell. The only Regina Bell we like acknowledge really? is an R and B singer. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so why is it weird with her being on? Because it's like the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And it's not like a show where they even talk about or get close to religion. So it's always weird to see her on there as only Phaedra's mama because, like, she was or probably still is in some communities a prominent religious figure. Hmm. So you knew know her before. The, you, so yeah. you were familiar with her before. Oh, I, I, I knew of her and I didn't know of Phaedra before. Yeah. Like, when they said Phaedra was on the show, I'm like, oh, I don't know who this lady is. And I see her mama's like, oh, my God. She got a commercial or something? No. <laughs> well, maybe, actually. I Prayer cloths? Prop some water. Okay. You know, actually, we about to go way too far. I'm not about so to play stop. with you. Because I still like our listeners. Okay, they're so, going to yes. the devils in so, the room. So, yes. And um, so, we, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> this would be an interesting conversation. This sure is. Yes. We'll be walking on eggshells. <laughs> I'm Have walking you ever... on eggshells. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. So if we're talking about religion, um, have you ever... Lost it? That's me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the spot. Light. Sing it. Losing my religion. Hey, friends on it. finally got Fran to almost <laughs> sing. You saw that. I, I did. I like, look, look, my jaw dropped. I was like... Because I thought she was about to sing. I was like, oh, my God, it's coming. I, I can't believe it. I just want to have fun with this discussion because I feel like this can become very heavy, especially for our listeners. Absolutely. And I just want to make sure we have a good time. So I'm telling you now. So don't judge us. Prepare because We're I'm going to crack jokes. Tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm going to crack jokes to the entire <laughs> Let's hour. Let's do it. That's well, how the best way. How tied, to you, how tied to your religion do you feel you are? Like, do you feel like you do what you're supposed to do? Do you feel your fulfill your religious needs? I personally do. Um, I feel like I have I have been forced almost to define what spirituality means to me and what my moral code is. Yeah. You know, and for my, for me, I just feel like I have to adhere to um, a moral code <laughs> that that obligates me to be a good person, to give my all, to try my best, and to literally do all I can to help other people, even small things. Um, and for me all those things fall under the umbrella of spirituality, right? And my connection with me being accountable for my behavior. Just a couple of days ago, I was leaving my apartment in a rush, like a motherfucker. And uh, this older gentleman was sit was standing on the fence and he asked me for help. 
he was like shaking. And he was like, can, can, can you help me? Can you help me? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong? You know, and I, I did my double check because this is New York and I'm not going for the okie doke. Y'all ain't finna okay. set me up. <laughs> so I did That's my sad. check. Look to, the, look to the left, look to the right, look underneath, make sure it's tight. You know, everything <laughs> was all right. And so I, um, I, 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 he wrapped his arm underneath mine. He was an older black gentleman on a cane. And um, we walked and he said that it hurt when he took steps and no. so on his hips. So I told him to balance on my side no. and I walked him two and a half blocks the opposite direction that I was going to make sure he got to this building. Um, and when he got there, he was just like, God bless you. Thank you so much. You know, oh, and I was like, it's no problem. Like when I ha when I have opportunities like that. Those are moments where I feel like the universe is telling me give back right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was late getting to my appointment, mm -hmm. but I felt fine about it because right. I knew that I had done the right thing. Mm -hmm. right. And those opportunities, um, I just feel like that's my chance to be a good person. And so that's what I do. And I take advantage of every opportunity I get like that. Those things fall underneath the, the umbrella for me of being spiritually um, attentive and aware right. like I, I need those experiences right mm -hmm. i feel like part of part of me being um fulfilled spiritually means me literally going out of my way to impact others for the greater good even when i have to sacrifice myself right you know and so yes to answer your question i do now i personally don't feel like i have to adhere to this you know system or criteria where I can't grow my beard or I can't, you know, I have to wear, you know, a certain thing or I, I can't, you know, eat or drink this like that, that regimen that those those kind of strict, you know what I mean? Religious regimens don't work for me. Right. But that's me. That doesn't mean that for others who identify with that, that it's wrong. Right. Because that if that is your thing and that's how you feel like you have to express yourself spiritually or that's what you feel like you have to do to have salvation, then go for it. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. me. I think that's important, too, because a lot of people think that when we talk about religion, it's going to like separate us. Yeah. But it's really what brings us together because everybody everybody's different. Right. Like, you know, we all look different. We all do different things. We've all been raised differently. So I feel like there are these different institutions. It's kind of like college, like. No, not everybody makes it to or finishes college, but there is a college out there for every person. So I feel like that there is a religion out there that fits every person. Well and your pants ain't going to fit me. So <laughs> just because, you know, <laughs> just because I don't want to do the shit that you're doing don't mm -hmm. mean that, you know, it's going to make me different. And I feel like once we just all can connect on, as, as people and realize that all of our religious foundations or the ones that I'm aware of involve, you know, doing the right thing and always trying to be positive and be better and um, I think people just sometimes lose sight of that. And that's where we kind of spread apart. Yeah, I've never had a religion. Uh, g growing up in my household, there's a lot of people in my house. Uh, my grandfather was Seventh-day Adventist. Mm -hmm. My grandma was Catholic. My mom was just a rolling stone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then my aunts and uncles were Jehovah's Witness. That's how I grew up. Yeah, so I, the beauty of being in a household with so many different denominations was that my mom was so cool about it. And she basically was like, I think you should go to church with everyone and see which one fits, which one makes you, you know, feel connected to God. So that's exactly what I did as like, I think maybe 12, 13 years old is when I started getting curious. So who won? None of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that is no shade to any of those denominations, but right. they just, 
I'd never felt comfortable. It wasn't a fit for you. It wasn't a fit. I felt weird, you know, and so I kind of just shied away from it. Um, Luckily, there was no pressure, you know, no one in my family pushed me to do anything, luckily. So that was helpful. And then um, similar to what Dustin was saying, I noticed that for me, religion was more of how I was treating people mm-hmm. that's what kind of gave me my connection to God like even an old man you know helping him on the street like I can almost say my religion is just kindness right in a weird way you know like just yeah. love kindness like how I make people feel and that to me is what brings me closer to God so as an adult you know you think about all these experiences you had as a child and either you went to Like uh, people are probably like you. They have different religions in a household. But I feel like in the South, it was like you picking one or and that's it. But that's what most people do. That's why religion is so it's such a curious thing for me, because most people that you ask were born into a religion and kind of just went with what their family was doing. So I don't know how many people have actually taken the time to explore different religions and sort of seeing like. Am I in this because my grandmother made me go every day since I was little and it's just familiar? Or am I in this because... I truly believe and identify with this. Yeah, like when I go, I feel something in my heart, like a true connection, you know? I think that... Sorry. (laughs) sorry. No, you go ahead. That's an interesting point, though, because so many people's um, religious foundation is it comes from a place of obligation almost right exactly it's like you're born into this like and a your, family duty almost. your yeah. family has told you that you have to live this way mm-hmm. according to these rules or else you won't have life right or else you won't have you know some sort of salvation and be saved or have you know a a a, a comfy spot you know in in the in hotel i'm dead you know what i mean or whatever hotel like dead. you know you won't get a suite you know what i'm saying like you 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 know you gotta <laughs> you know, <laughs> you live the well, you know what I'm trying to say, right? They tell you like the it's either game. this or you going downstairs, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, damn, like, well, I guess I got to do this. But then sometimes it doesn't even make sense to you. Sometimes you have met other people and they've, you know, they feel you to, repressed. You feel How exactly. How many people have you met that are like religious and they feel guilty all the time? And and that's one thing about religion that I didn't connect with in a lot of ways, especially with my grandmother being Catholic. It was almost like I felt guilty. <laughs> like right. It was a lot of like, you're this, you're that, if you don't do this, you know? And it almost made me feel nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like I don't even know if I could be in this religion because yeah, I didn't feel scared. good enough. Yeah, like I was scared to do anything. And I'm like, I don't know that that's what God wants right. me yeah. to feel. Right, I have to miss out on all these different experiences and like not become different, you know what I'm saying? Not growing to my own. Yeah. Uh, they say like whatever you do in life, you know, it's best to start quick and fail. And going ahead and pick up the pieces from there and keep moving. If I just never experience anything, then How am I going to be perfect? Because yeah. I won't know anything, you know? Right. And that's one thing I feel like with people, when they get stuck in these religious bubbles and they say, this is the answer. I have it and you can have it too. And it's like, well... How do you know that that's the answer? And who's telling you that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when things kind of get a little skewed for me. So I, I try to, like, stay focused to myself. And um, when religion comes up, I have people you that will away. just. <laughs> well, no, because sometimes there is, like, that one person. <laughs> That just, that, one. that just is well here is my god and you have to talk about it this way because if you don't then we can't be friends and it's like well fine we, with me it's like we've been <laughs> friends this long and you're just now doing this where's your lord been at this whole time just but, give me the heads up that's all i ask if that's how you on. feel 
thank you for letting me know and Early saving on. me the time and I would have invested in a fruitless relationship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, like it just makes no sense for me. And I, I've always felt that information and education was really where you empower yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And there's something to be learned in everything and every facet of life, right. including spirituality and religion for me. And so some what I have found difficult to comprehend, okay, was that certain, you know, faiths discourage you from doing research or from seeking out, you know, other knowledge or even learning. They they discourage you from even speaking to people of other faiths, you know what I mean, about religion, period, mm -hmm. or even interacting with them, period, even socializing with them. And for me, that just never was really comfortable for me. It's a now red that, flag. Yeah, That's well, an insecurity. For me, it was. Right. But there's a lot of people who that works for. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to make sure that our messaging is clear that we are by no means attempting to persuade anyone, you no. know, No, but at, at the all. same time, we, but we saying how these we are feel. our opinions, yeah, right, on, on yeah. religion. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, <laughs> it just never made sense for me. You know right. what I mean? Like, like, why can't I learn other things? Why can't, why, why do I, why am I restricted? I think that, that the universal theme here amongst all faiths is that we believe in something that motivates, motivates us to try our best at being people. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? At being your best self. And that is enough for me. Right. For me. Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in doctrines and I'm not interested in, um, sanctions and you know you can't do this and you can't wear that or guilt do, yeah or, or any of that i'm not interested in that because right. I, I believe that we're supposed to become enlightened right you know and you know what that's an amazing point because why is it that so many religions are based on what not to do mm -hmm. but where are you I don't see a lot of the encouragement mm -hmm. in a mm -hmm. lot of, you know what i mean like it's such so much negativity in like mm -hmm. a weird way and especially with the judgment yeah. That's the part that I struggle with. I, you know, being an online personality, there are things I've done. Like the other day, for example, I had a Levi's um, shoot that actually Asante helped me with in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore um, a bodysuit that mm -hmm. was really high cut. On and my it was hips. so cute. Oh it was really sexy. That white that one, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> you should so, wear that every day. <laughs> It's too cold for that, okay? <laughs> so I wore it, and I didn't have a problem with it, you know? I definitely did. Yeah, I love my body. I, I'm not someone that, you know, has any insecurities, even with the flaws I have on my body. I'm very happy with it as a whole. So me putting it up was just a celebration of me, like, and Come how on. I feel, you know? That's and, right. Right, so the, someone left a Well, there were a few comments, actually, but they were from, you know, Christian women just, mm -hmm. being, just telling me. One lady said... You know, hips are sacred. <laughs> you showing them off, and then she she wrote like a part of the Bible that mm. basically, and it was just so. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, but I'm not I'm not taking away from your day right. by wearing a right. leotard, and that's the part that kind of that kind of blew me. Like, you don't see me going on your page, and the funny thing is, I clicked on her page, I didn't see any rings on her finger, but she had kids. Well, so technically, how about that? you know, so you're telling me about my hips hmm. and my leotard, but I'm just working. Hmm. <laughs> 
You don't see me with kids living, you know what I mean? Like living or shacking up or whatever it is religious people like to throw at you to make you feel guilty. Right. So it was just interesting to me. And I noticed that even with my own family, they're so quick to be like, girl, and you this. And then I'm like, okay, so is the mirror just working one way? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm very curious about that dynamic and how quick people are, especially when talking about gays and telling, Mm -hmm. you know, where gays are going. And it's just like, okay, but. What have you done? You know, the sex you've had before marriage. Like, how do you... It's like people pick and choose the parts of the Bible that they want to use, but it's usually to make someone feel bad. What's what's What I find most interesting is that the literal interpretations... <laughs> are so subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Like 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 that's another like thing we, too. we interpret these these scriptures literally when it benefits us to make a point to someone else. And that's bullshit to me. And it's to put them down. Yeah, and, and to make them feel it's it's just not encouraging. Nope. And it seems as something that is that is rooted in such purity, right? As your spiritual connection to a higher being and your belief in God or whatever your belief is. That's pure. Okay. And it's it's rooted in in just cleanliness and in 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 goodness like just just being a good person right and so when you put these 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 harsh just judgmental you know antics in the mix and people do things like try to call you out on doing your job your job in taking that photo was to make the jeans um appealing and to sell the jeans and as to a wear brand. them the and way Fran would wear them and that's exactly what you did so how dare you you know create this or attempt because it didn't work but right. attempt to create this moral conflict over me selling a pair of jeans like things like that are where where it becomes and I'm burdensome. not hurting anyone it's burdensome at that point right you're not te- you're not telling me something to help me in my life you're burdening me with what you thought was going to be guilt right you're the one who cares about that i don't give a damn about any of that i'm right. selling jeans over here <laughs> right. so you that's your bag right okay and that's what i wonder like what what this is a question I always have with a lot of the religious fanatics online. I respect every denomination. Absolutely. I respect every path. I respect how you got there, where it's taken you. Mm-hmm. I think it's all beautiful. But what makes you think that God wants you to make someone else feel bad? Absolutely. Literally, ever. that's all I ever think. <laughs> ever. Like, what makes you think that 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 he's proud or she? Whatever God may mm-hmm. be to you, or a star, whatever or them, it is, whatever them, doing. they. Let's just <laughs> say I'm gonna just say the universe. Yes, <laughs> keep it universal. Everything so, is in there, friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what even makes, a record label, Universal Records. <laughs> I'm just playing. Go ahead, friend. So what makes Come you on, think, Tom. <laughs> what makes you think that the universe is looking to you to be on Earth, making people feel bad for what they are doing? Browbeating people into and even if you do think that what they're doing submission. is bad, how do you think that like pointing it out and beating them over the head with it is going to help them break through or be better? Like these are the things that I question all the time. I never question someone's religion or why they're part of it, but no. I'm questioning if it's making them a better person. That's all that's I'm right. ever questioning because that's what faith and spirituality and religion is supposed to be doing. At the end of the that's day, right. you're supposed to be improving your thought process improving your relationship with people and improving the world as a whole. That's what faith is. It's making the world literally a better place. That's right. So if you're online attacking, doing protests with against gay marriage, people getting married that have nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Like nothing to do with you. I just what they're doing I don't behind understand. closed doors. And divorce. 
All the people that are complaining are divorced or can't even get married. Yeah, like have because babies. Of how they look? Have kids? Not even. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> or maybe just because of how they act. Maybe yeah. because they think that their religion is so hot that they can't even get married. They out here having babies out of wedlock, blocking themselves out of their own blessings. There right. are people who I told you I grew up in a faith that was um, that was structured to say the least, right? And there are people from who who I grew up with who literally won't speak to me because I've decided to no longer be a part of that faith. You know what I mean? Or I, I, I don't, I'm not at a place in my life where I feel connected to to the rules that are involved with being a part of that faith. And people don't talk to me because of that. Now, I don't give a damn, and I feel much happier that they don't, because right. I honestly, I didn't even want to talk to their asses back then. Neither I just had to because I had to be in the building because mom and daddy said I had to. <laughs> right. wow. I'm good and grown now, three times seven <laughs> plus, okay? And I ain't got to go nowhere I don't want to go and don't have to talk to nobody who I don't want to have to talk to. There was a moment, let's get real. There was a moment here, <laughs> there was a moment where I went back home for a family event. I'm not going to get too specific, mm -hmm. but I went back home for a family event recently, like a year and a half ago, and I ran into people that I knew from, you know, the way that I grew up or whatever, my religion they were at this event that was a part of, it was from someone in my immediate family mm -hmm. and they were at my family's event okay and had the audacity to to attempt to like ignore me at this point in my life at my family's event wow. so i handled it right then and there okay and reached out like hey good to see you it's so saddening that after you know growing up for these years and you being this figure in my life you don't want to speak to me but it's fine wish you the best and it was good seeing you Amazing. and i got so many phone calls the next day about you know oh i'm sorry and did it well it's too late right. you showed your ass and mm -hmm. you thought you thought that i was the person who i was still the little kid that you knew who couldn't say nothing right well i could say a lot more and just chose to take the high <laughs> road because my mom and dad was in the building okay right, yeah. would have gladly showed both cheeks of my ass if they would have <laughs> been there i would have went all the way in but i didn't you know what i mean right and for me again i hate to be redundant but for me that's where the messaging gets distorted mm -hmm. because how is how how what about what what is there about you being rude to me that is going to make me say you know what i need to be a part of that right or I need that's to the be right like way to do things exactly. what about your behavior is exemplary nothing right all you've done it's further convinced me that we don't even need to kick it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Especially with us being older, too. Everybody's overusing, talking about, oh, karma's a bitch. Like, everything comes back. It's like, if you know that you put good things out into the universe and good things come back to you, and, you know, your religion is supposed to be structured on, you know, you being positive and helping others out. When you do that one bad thing, do you not think that it's going to come back to you? Like, do you oh. think that you're being called to action to be bad and like nothing like and that's the duty like right. like this is i did what i was supposed to do and it, even though it was bad i'm going to the high kingdom like uh, <laughs> I, and I, that's how that for, works further to your point okay come further on. to your point come with it and this is this right here what we about to say is real talk that's not how you learn lessons in life nope. you don't learn lessons in life through punishment nope. okay and through Speak. through through You're not intended consequence you don't mm -hmm. learn lessons through that you learn lessons through life through experience not through you know y'all deciding that i'm gonna be kicked out of this religion because what i did is you know unforget that's not how i, I don't learn anything from that i become resentful mm -hmm. from that okay i get a bad taste left in my mouth from that 
That's not how you learn lessons through life. And what happens is when people grow up in these religions that are extremely structured and they're prohibited from fraternizing with people from other faiths or really doing anything that's going to make them grow, they don't. Right. They don't grow. They stay in that spot. So they don't even know any better. They don't even know that they're stopping and stunning their own growth. They don't even know that they're hindering themselves from really becoming who they really are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that grow up in those religions, that's why there's the stigma. But a lot of time that's the goal of religion. That's, that's, that's why the stigma is attached of these people breaking loose of this faith and then being on, the, on, a, you know, on a war path. It's not that. Baby, they're growing. They're living and learning. That's what that they is. They woke up. You're not going to be yep. that person once you have more information that 9.9 times out of 10 isn't even information about religion or about this faith being inaccurate or that one being more better. It's not about that. You just get information about life and you understand how important it is to be a person who sees it all. And who understands that people are different. And just because we don't have the same faith doesn't mean that we can't connect as humans and have a a legitimate, sincere friendship with integrity or any kind of relationship with integrity just because we have different faiths. And if you if you don't allow yourself to live and talk to other people outside of your religious network, you never learn that. So don't get mad at me. Okay, for growing. Don't get mad at me for learning. Don't get mad at me for expressing myself and seeking out other people Mm -hmm. and for being curious, not about things of religious nature, but just about life and how things work. Don't get angry with me for becoming a better version of myself that has nothing to do with what you think is the right thing to do. Well said. That's how I feel. (laughs) That was the gospel moment. Okay, some applause (laughs) need to go there or something. Come on now. Okay. No, it's true. And how many times, like... The, the like my grandfather was super religious super mm-hmm. i'm talking about he's the kind that was super judgmental to the point that i he didn't want me wearing pants you know don't sit like this close your legs why are you on the phone at seven o'clock like it was like dude mm-hmm. like relax you know what i mean so but he was also growing up he used to beat the hell out of my grandmother hmm. what scripture what I mean? is that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like what page where were we at you know and at? so he's and like he there's so many things about him and you know I, he ended up growing out of it luckily so i won't knock him because he definitely right yeah like he grew out of it he understood the wrongs but i just one thing i never understood was my grandfather went through this life you know where he saw how he was abusive to someone how it affected her their kids everyone's life so then to find religion yes it made him stop being that way but then it was interesting to me how he thought he was better than everyone because he found this religion and then used to like reprimand and it's just like dude don't forget (laughs) just you know last month (laughs) but that's i feel like that's still like those extremes like people like you're either for me i remember being young and us being taken to church and you just kind of are at church there's sunday school but you know if you're not going to sunday school and you're just in the church with the adults you know you're hearing these things which you don't really know but you grow up and you figure it out or whatever but then for some people, they either cross that bridge where they're like, this is what my religion means to me. And they still just kind of apply it to that religious aspect of their life. Like they have like these personas, I feel like just certain people that I've met. And it's just kind of strange where it's like they'll be super religious in this one side. But then on the other side, it's like, well, I'm still human, so I can make all these mistakes. But I'm going to church on Sunday. So, you know, because I have that church side, like I can get away with any and everything I want. And, and still can tell you that. you wrong. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Everybody has that aunt, that uncle, <laughs> that cousin 
that is just one way in real life. But then with the church side and the church folk, you know, they know how to turn that thing on. And you know what? Not for nothing, not to even be like a religious basher. I can think of every person that like has a religion, they hold tight to it, but they're respectful of other people. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, my, like our friend, a, a, a good mm-hmm. homegirl of mine. Like she go to church every Sunday. She got some churchy friends sometimes. Like I went <laughs> to go visit her, and they had the whole gospel celebration <laughs> on Saturday night, and it was fun. I had a good time. Nobody came through judging me. Like, what church do you go to, and why you ain't church? But they were, you know, being their churchy selves, and I thought that it was cool that everybody was respected because or respectable, respect, respectful, respectful. Yeah. There we go. The point still stands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just thought that it was so cool that we live in a time now where people can be that way. Right. Whereas I remember being younger, or maybe because I was in the South, you just see so much of that whole like extreme. Like you can't do any of this. And I and I always admire the people that do go to church and know how to, you know, live a certain way and have this strong faith. But it has nothing to do with them treating other people poorly because they're not a part of their church or a part of their belief system and those are the people that i look up to yes i think it's amazing if you can find that balance because that to me is the goal to find a spirituality that allows you to still connect with other people regardless of if they see life your way or not it's so refreshing that's really all it comes down to. it's such a refreshing experience and it almost restores your faith in faith it all it almost exactly. it almost makes you feel like okay you know what I mean like this is this is a real thing and there are people that understand what this is really about and it makes me feel better about my belief in God it makes me feel better about holding myself you know to a moral standard that you know is whatever it is for me yeah. I feel better about it because you've set a good example and you look at the person like wow your connection to God must really be a beautiful thing yes because I it's can admirable see, I can mm-hmm. see how you are making the world a much more comfortable place to live in you know what i mean yeah now even with scientology right mm-hmm. scientology gets a bad rap mm-hmm. you know i spent a summer in scientology did you really i did <laughs> i was dating no, someone at the time still wasn't there. 60 <laughs> percent. That's, pa- that's passing <laughs> so i was dating someone who was really successful and he was like happy and all these things and Uh, He, you know, was a part of the church Scientology. So Mm -hmm. he was telling me about it. And, you know, I'm not someone that just runs and goes and does and And does things, you know, because someone tells me. But I also am someone that's just very curious. I like learning. I like experiencing. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm just I'm curious to see what it's like. And the thing about Scientology is that it's not a church where you sit in and have someone like tell you a sermon it's actually school it's classes um there's like classrooms and you sit and study literally it's very personal and they give you books and there's like levels and when you pass one book you go and and have like an oral exam that you tell them what you've learned and if they feel that you understood you know the the studies then you move on to the next book and it's like levels and books and books and that's it's like college literally how many levels did you complete I don't even remember because I was so traumatized. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, I think I completed like maybe six or seven levels because I was there for a while. Oh, damn. Um, So I, you know, I was really enjoying it. And yeah. I was like, you know, this gets a bad rap. But the information even today was really helpful. Like the books are helpful right. because they're not like teaching you to bash anyone or anything. It's all about like 
trying to get through the fog and the limitations that you put on yourself, you know, and teaching you ways to get through things like even like the uh, episode we did last week about shutting down, mm-hmm. you know, like they had tips on that and what things book, that. What book was that in? <laughs> I might go become a Scientologist just for a little bit and, and then get through leave. that one and then be, and be out, get my lesson and go. <laughs> so I, you know, in that sense, I will never knock Scientology because it was extremely helpful. Now, what made it a nightmare were the people. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's the only reason I really know about it. Like right. him getting on that couch and then everybody says Scientology and then Katie Holmes is stuck. And no, but it I was, was like, the, oh, no. you know, it's, it's, it's the people that were running the show that were just very aggressive, you know? And, and it was like, what scared me off is there was a time where, um, you know, because it's expensive. You have to buy the books. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh. Right. You have to buy the books. And the books are like 80 bucks each. It's li- <laughs> right. It's literally like college. So after a while, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm on like my fourth or fifth book. I just didn't have the money. Like literally, right. I wanted to keep going, but I didn't have the money. I had already spent almost like $400. Mind you, I was like 25, 26. So it's not like I was like balling i could just spend 80 bucks every couple weeks you right know? so that was my limitation at the time but they were so forceful they would call me and be like you know you we haven't seen you in a week or we haven't seen you two weeks and i was like oh i can't because i don't have the money you know and then they would be pressuring like i'd be getting texts and then i started getting emails and then letters and then one day someone knocked on my door and I was like, okay, this is a lot. Like, you came mm, to my house, mm. you know? And the dude is like, I looked at the people, and he's like, hey, it's, you know, so-and-so from Scientology. Mind you, like, I thought that was crossing the line. You know what I right. mean? You, you're knocking on my door. I changed my cell phone number. They got the new number and called me. Oh, no. <laughs> That's when I stopped going. And Ew. I cut ties because Ew. I was like, this is like borderline harassment at this point because if i'm a young woman telling you i enjoy the studies but i don't have the money why would you make me feel away because i can't continue to participate you know and then to the point of harassment where i have to change my number and then you you know found it somehow and then someone's coming to my house like those things started freaking me out Mm -mm. you know and then my mom terrifying yeah my mom she had seen like how much i was enjoying i feel so bad because i got her involved (laughs) (laughs) i love you mom (laughs) (laughs) you know my mom was like oh you know this seems really interesting so she started going and then the same thing happened to her where she financially was like okay this is a lot you know and they started going to her house, calling, blowing her up, and my mom was freaking out, you know? And then me and her were like, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> so they like the mafia. No, it's, like, really scary to the point that they still harass my mom. Like, they still send her letters. I ended up moving, so they, you know... You lost lo- them for a little while. Right, I lost them for a little while, but I was telling Dustin and Asante that they actually opened my mailbox last week. <laughs> had a letter from them you had that summons inviting me to an event and i was like oh my god like so that's the part that i don't understand about scientology and mind you i was still pretty much what they'd consider in the lower levels like i wasn't like you know where leah what's her name leah remini and tom cruise they're like next level they were there for 20 years i was just there for like three four months you know Mm -hmm. so i imagine how much scarier it gets when you are in indoctrinated, deep. yeah, like deeply like that mm-hmm. for years, you know, because if they got like that 
level of possessiveness with me in three months. Imagine 20 years. Mm -hmm. So that's the part with Scientology that kind of freaked me out. I don't like feeling like it's a jail. All the restrictions and the nervousness. And, you know, I was like, whoa, like this isn't what I feel God should feel like. Right. You know, so that's why I choose to be more on the spiritual side where it's a connection that I have. It's personal. You know, it's I can do it from my house. <laughs> I don't have to go somewhere to feel like me and God need to talk. Right. You know, talking to God is I do it in my shower, do it in my house, in my bed. You know, I like do it every day, all day. Right. Yep. It's whenever I just feel like I need to tap in. For me, that's what meditation is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a way for me to silence the thoughts and and really look at myself, see what, how I'm thinking, my connection with God, strengthening it. Like all the things that I do when I'm in my calmest self, I feel like that is religion for me. When I when people are you know leaving me comments like oh you inspire me and that is religion to me yes you know my brand the dent I'm trying to make in the world that is religion absolutely to me. yes you absolutely know? right anything that is a contribution like we always say where you you, you are because you're here the world feels better that's mm -hmm. religion to me yes absolutely and that's all I'm gonna go by and you know what it all ties together like whenever you are doing you are spiritually fulfilled and you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's like the universe rewards you instantly. And you feel it. And you feel it. No one has to you, tell you whether you're good, right or wrong. You're doing you good feel things. It. You're, you know, you're being placed in these great places. People are coming to you about good stuff. Like, it's just like, it's a domino effect of, of great things. And I've been experiencing that for a long time now, I feel like. I feel like, you know, we do have these dark moments or I have these dark moments for myself. Yeah, all and, of us. And people just kind of lose sight of being good like being good to yourself and that helps you be good to others and that helps them be good to the world and like that's that kind and human kind that spirituality that really like brings people together right and i have to remind myself on a daily basis to kind of like stay true to that because the more that i help people the more that it comes back to me and like it makes life easier right that's what that love feels like and i don't feel like a lot of people connect those things well that's how the love feels like for me i should say no it totally <laughs> does and and you know spirituality is a challenging thing because it's something that is is anything that involves you evolving mm -hmm. is going to feel challenging. But for the most part, it's a peaceful thing. You I know? believe so. Yeah, you should feel calm. You should feel peace. You shouldn't feel like you're doing something wrong because you're not. Mm -hmm. God loves you no matter what, you know. So you're never doing something wrong. And I think that that's the part we have to get past, this, like, scary God that people try to create. <laughs> I just don't believe that that exists, at least really, not in my world. Really quickly, um, I know you don't have a TV, but we got to watch um, Blackish together. Blackish? <laughs> the church episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, they, I haven't they, been watching. There was an episode where they went to a white church, <laughs> and then the white people came with them to their black church. Oh, my and God. And it's just funny to see oh, the God, parallels. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Wait, before we move on. Did you guys see the the story that was online like I think last week of the of the young lady that got married and she gave her father like her purity certificate to yeah. prove that she was a virgin. That she still had her hymen intact. That blew my what? mind. She yeah. presented it to him at the wedding. How old is she? Like a certificate. But how old like was from she? the doctor. But how like, old is she? I don't know, but she was an, she was like older. She wasn't like a teen yeah. or anything. She was an adult, a fully grown, a, a grown adult, wow, full titty woman, and mm -hmm. and 
she sent she gave him a receipt you know what i mean that said you know no room no vac like no occupancy you know what i mean nobody had, like no one had lived there you know what i mean it was a new build she was new construction and she wanted her father to that, know that, that ditch that, that was talking about yeah mm-hmm. she was chateau Chirac. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Definitely just lost my gum there. She was Chateau Sheree. Uh, she wanted her daddy to know. <laughs> That's just a little extreme for me. You know what I mean? That's a little too me and you. Now, I will say this. Let me say this so I'm clear. Mm-hmm. Like, because I did mention that I grew up going to the Kingdom Hall. I don't have anything negative to say about, you know, the organization as mm-hmm. a whole, about any of that. Um, I learned a lot going to the Kingdom Hall. I became a much better public speaker because mm-hmm. we're trained to do that. Nice. Um, and I, 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 I believe in God. I believe a lot of things that I learned at the Kingdom Hall. Mm-hmm. The challenge for me comes into play when things are restricted, you know, and when you're not embraced once you decide to no longer be a part of that. That was a little hard for me to understand, and I, I just, it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like, I have the utmost respect for other people who are able able to sustain that and to to live like that for any faith any denomination um i think it's great that you're even attempting to do things attempting to figure out how to do it right Mm -hmm. i think that's admirable and there's something to be said for that other than being a person who just doesn't give a damn about how you live in it if you're being a good person or not yeah so there's something good there i totally amongst that's a common thread amongst all faiths you know what i mean right um, Anyone and, that makes it a priority, yeah, you know, that's it means already that, a beautiful thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just leave me alone. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't <laughs> exactly. bother me about the decisions that I've made and what I have learned. And it's not another thing I want to clear up. It's not always a choice of, oh, I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just grow and you become a person who that does not work for. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't, it just doesn't gel. It's not a fit for you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But what I don't understand is the shunning of people who have that enlightenment or who feel like, well, this doesn't work for me, but good for you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they tell you, no, that's the part that I don't understand. So. Right. Yeah, and you know, just as a pre-wellness segment, I mm-hmm. should say, come on, pre-wellness, right? We have to give a little, a little mini tip. Okay, okay. You know, those of you that are religious, you know, and 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 you go in your church and and your, whatever your faith is, it's beautiful. We respect it. We're happy that you are, like Dustin said, the fact that it's even a priority is a beautiful thing. But I just want you to look inwards and really make sure that it's you know, you really feel like it's helping you. Yes. And that you don't feel repressed. You don't feel stuck. You don't feel like you're doing something wrong. You know, you're not at home feeling guilty about your faith. You should not feel that way. There should be no internal conflict whatsoever. I believe, let me start with that. I totally agree. I believe that there should be no internal conflict when it comes to something as personal as spirituality. And if there is internal conflict, let it be based on things that you still have to figure out and not based on what other people are telling you you're right or wrong about. Absolutely. that's a difference to me. Absolutely. So that's the pre-wellness, but (laughs) now let's move on to the wellness tip for today. So I got a lot of emails um, and messages and tweets, which I'm so excited about. You guys have been sending me pictures of your face with the mask. (laughs) People sent me their uh, silk bed sheets. and You guys have some cute-ass bedrooms, by Mm -hmm. the way, right? (laughs) Oh, can we go to the store after this and help me pick some things out? What? It's like going to be midnight. (laughs) Well, let's hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) So um, 
Uh, along the lines of skincare, a lot of people were asking me for tips on puffy under eyes and dark <laughs> and darkness, you know? So what I wanted to say is that the darkness that you are seeing under your eyes isn't actually the skin that is dark, which is what most people misunderstand. It's that the skin, due to stress, uh, lack of sleep, environmental factors, a lot of different things that affect your skin, your skin has gotten thinner. So now you can see the veins underneath, the capillaries that have broken. So that is what creates the oh darkness. God. So... <laughs> So it's not that the skin itself is like a darker shade. You know what I mean? It's just it's thinner. So a lot of the things that you can do to to give you an even tone all around, especially under your eyes, is um, almond oil is mm. what you can use. Like the one, the same one that a lot of you have bought for the oil cleansing method. Just add a little bit more underneath and kind of let it chill sometimes. If you have like a steamer. Or just use your bathroom, do the hood way, you know, do a pot, fill it with water, <laughs> stand over it with a towel. Hotel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole point is that you have to uh, strengthen that skin again and, and, and you know, reverse the, the thinness that has developed from you not sleeping or maybe not taking off your makeup, you know, things like that. So that's one tip. Also, uh, brewing bags of green tea, the caffeine in the green tea actually makes the capillaries uh, get smaller. Mm. So the darkness, mm. yeah. So it's almost, um, the ca- yeah, I the caffeine just like push, like makes them kind of contract. That's the word I was looking for. It makes them contract. So the darkness isn't as apparent. So you obviously don't put like hot ass bags of green tea <laughs> on, on your face. face. I don't want don't y'all riding me in like, look at my face. <laughs> But Taking you, pictures of them tea bags on their face. <laughs> but you know, put put the the tea bag. Y'all are gonna be sending me some great pictures. I'm ready for it. They sure are. If you tell them the tea bag and send you a picture, <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> they sure are gonna send you some great pictures, Wait, friend. No, you talking no. about hey, friend, hey. <laughs> Wait, no, no, not those tea bags. <laughs> no, not those. Those aren't gonna help. Um, put the green tea, brew it, and let it sit and let it stay hot, but at a temperature, obviously, that you can feel with your skin, you can handle. And then sit back and, and put uh, the packs under your eyes, the tea bags. And, and just then make let the them caterpillars sit. go away. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into butterflies. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of these fucking caterpillars under my eyes. What am I supposed to do, friend? <laughs> butterflies under my eyes. <laughs> Never mind. So those are so those are two. <laughs> so the almond oil will strengthen your skin. The yes. green tea bags or anything that you have around you with caffeine, I wouldn't suggest like Coca Cola. Right. <laughs> Obviously, I'm gonna go with the natural. Somebody laying diet pills under their eyes, hoping it's gonna work. It's gonna get rid of the, the caterpillars underneath my eyes, uh, my eyeballs at the bottom. Really want it to go away. Uh, <laughs> want these pores to close on up now. I'm trying to the do. Caterpillars. So, <laughs> right. so those are two tips. And then um, for the puffiness, you need something cold. One of the things that I um, have tried before is putting a cold spoon. You can, like, put a spoon in the freezer and then the, out, the I guess, the butt part of the spoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just press that uh, in your face, you know, and kind of hold it. And the puffiness will just... It'll yeah. just go away. Like and that you can get rid of hickeys like that too, right? Yeah. Yep. Actually, yeah, you can't. <laughs> Random. And Everybody why, knows and that. Why hack. do you know this? <laughs> well, but no, you know. <laughs> 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 
So, um, yeah, I heard. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Song of the week. Now, <clears throat> and this is where, this is not necessarily a gospel song, but because this whole episode is basically the gospel episode, mm-hmm. I feel like our song of the week this week can be a little bit of a departure, right? Mm-hmm. I heard. When you hear the when you hear the expression, I heard, what's the first thing you think about? A word church bells ringing everybody go back to cadillac records the movie beyonce did some fantastic covers of etta james hits and one of them is all i could do was cry now this song is multi-purpose okay it could be about anything that makes you cry yeah Mm -hmm. well she didn't love beyonce i remember yeah no let me tell you she didn't like the fact that she played her. she did not like the fact that beyonce played her in cadillac records she did not like the fact that beyonce recorded her songs and she was even recorded saying i can't stand a damn beyonce (gasps) like yeah yeah she said that i thought thought she would have been so happy and the next thing you know well, we all know how that story ended up. So anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. So anyway. Well, well, anyway. Oh, no. Okay. We're going to move right on into. So that's the song. Sorry. So that's the song sort. this week. All I Could Do Is Cry from Vibeyonce uh, from know, the Cadillac Records soundtrack. Before we do our, um, our icebreaker, I'm going to give Dustin a little more room to talk. I just want to get this out of the way. Let's do it. Um, Do you want to tell us the. The Hinky Dinky Store. Oh, <gasps> yeah. You never told us the Somebody Hinky wrote Dinky in, Store. So the Hinky like... Dinky Story. And that was like from episode one. Well. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'll tell you guys really quick. I'll make it quick, right? <laughs> so people that know me know that I have an extremely close relationship with my older sister and my older brother. Mm. They're like my best friends. I talk to them every day, all day. Like, we just kick it like that. And so growing up, my sister is... 12 years older than me my brother is eight and a half years older than me so i like idolized them growing up Mm. and i can remember being i can remember them being in high school and me being a little kid and them talking about people skipping school right and i just was fascinated like by the idea of you know breaking the rules and i just thought it was so cool so i was like damn it when i go to school i'm skipping school tomorrow right (laughs) so i was in elementary school a little kid there was a corner store down the street. I went to this magnet school because, you know, nigga was smart. And so I went, to this <laughs> ma- I, went, I went to this magnet school, right, for like it was called the gifted program. The gifted so, and you talented. Know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so but but it was not in the best area. OK, so there were like liquor stores, corner stores, shit like that down the block from the school. So there was a particular corner store called Hinky Dinky. Right. <sighs> And it was right at the end of the block. So (laughs) when I went to school the next day, I was like, oh, I'm skipping. I'm going to Hinky Dinky at lunchtime. Fuck that. I want to skip school. I want to be cool, you know, like they were talking about. (laughs) So I've always been this way ever since I was a child. So Not surprised. Please continue. So so I rallied up the troops, right? It was like four other kids I got. I'm like, yo, we fucking skipping school. We going to Hinky Dinky. You know, we're kids. So I'm like, we're going to the store. We're going to buy candy, gum, like it's on we go into the store at lunchtime we skip badass kids <laughs> there was a space in between the fence and like this concrete like half wall Uh-oh. that you could slide right out of so boom we slid out the fence at lunchtime when we were supposed to be on the playground playing how'd y'all figure that out was this like before i was the like... brain to the operation so i Clearly. knew that we could slide out you know that was our escape route so and the store literally you guys was right next to the school on the corner it was like the store 
the playground, the track, and then the school, right? So it was literally, like, right there. So we went at lunchtime, bought hella candy and shit, came back. I'm thinking, we didn't got away with it. I have skipped school. I felt like the president of the United States. <laughs> I just felt good, right? Your ass. Only to get that shoulder tap once I get back in the building, and it was my principal. I'll never forget. She had really fat fingers, and she had like diamond cluster rings on every finger. Oh God! Like, everybody now, has that. I'll, I'll never forget, and I won't say her and last and name. And they're like discolored yeah. and rusty. Yeah, and, and she she just was very over the top, and she was. I just remember her being a lot of less than desirable things, <laughs> and so. I'll never forget she had a legal pad and to this day I hate yellow legal pads like this one that we're looking at right now. <laughs> I hate them. But I'll never forget she wrote me a referral, okay? And she called my parents obviously and I got my ass whipped when I got home and everything. And I, I understand now because it was so dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? I understand why I got a whipping but at the time I was pissed at my principal because <laughs> I felt like all of this was her fault because I was just trying to be cool. Shit. <laughs> so we went to Hinky Dinky and I'll never forget when we came back we all got in trouble and she had all of our names written on a legal pad and she had a wall written really big wow. <laughs> like we had we, she we had yeah like we had went a wall and i just remember thinking what a bitch like we 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 wanted to just go to the store and get gum and candy like you didn't have to turn it into all that bitch you know you know what this is you know what i'm saying you know we just try to be cool with some fucking bubblicious you know a couple smarties everybody like the white smarties and the best ones in the pack that's all we wanted you know my parents didn't let us eat bullshit growing up so i wanted some chip i could finally buy some fucking cheetos i wanted some chips i didn't have to have apple slices and the healthy things that my parents would get at me get i go to the store damn it and so i went and that's the hinky dinky story i got in trouble for trying to skip school in elementary yeah. uh, wow so now you guys know don't tell nobody <laughs> anybody who doesn't listen to this show doesn't need to know that story uh, there we so go. Funny. What a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. Really I'll bad. never forget seeing her fingers. You know those rings that call uh, waterfall cluster like diamond rings? Yes. Yeah. Uh, women. I literally can picture it. You know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she's doing now. Listening to the podcast. I know what I hope. <laughs> okay. I'm about to email Asante. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go. She's like, oh, hinky dinky. I'm like, oh, no. In reference to the hinky well, um, dinky. For the real icebreaker, it, it'll be a short one after <laughs> Yes. yes. Um. What are what's everybody's zodiac signs? Do y'all believe in those? I totally do. I'm definitely the one where if I meet you, I'm like, "What's your sign?" Me and you tell me Gemini, and I'm like, "It was really yeah. nice." <laughs> Immediately, high tail it up out of there. <laughs> Sorry to any Gemini's listening. They probably not gonna listen. They like, "Well, I'm not listening now." I'm like, okay. okay. We we love you, Gemini's. Um, I'm a Taurus. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me and Ty just had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> when people ask me what my sign is, I always say stop. It's a stop sign. Right, but, you know, stop but sign. no, my 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 zodiac sign is an Aries. Now I'm not too clear on what that means, but every see I can see, that. see? Every, every, and that was the nice version. Mm-hmm. Every time I, I tell somebody what my sign is, they always hit me with a oh <laughs> like they didn't yeah. figure me out. To this day, I don't know what the traits are right. and what about me. You know, it's so Aries. But apparently, well, the, I all am. the Aries people I know are like uh, really—they're like leaders. Vibrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have very strong personalities. Um, they're kind of yeah. That's I'm because try- I'm thinking all the ones that I know, like <laughs> Every, what they have in common, and yeah. it's that they just are very strong-minded and they're very opinionated, very judgmental. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
Justin's like, well, damn. <laughs> very, very cu- cut and dry, but very vibrant. Oh, my God. Every yeah. every Aries I met is very Aries vibrant and very cut and dry. But, like, but we love you, Dustin. Thank you. I love y'all, too. Thank you. What I'm, about you, know, you Asante? I'm a Pisces. Ooh. <laughs> oh, bitch, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now, friend? I did not like that. <laughs> and now I'm acting like a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> and the person that emailed said that they, th- they thought I would be a Scorpio. I was like, what? Ooh. But if you are a Scorpio, you know I'm looking so for So that it. means they sensed sexual prowess in you if they thought you were a Scorpio. Well, follow up and let me see what you're looking like. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay, that so word. now wait. Now I think I know why they probably think I'm a Scorpio then. Mm. But let's see the here. All right, well, thank you for sending in the icebreakers. That was a cute one. That was, was, especially after the hinky dinky story. (laughs) Oh, and let me say one thing, too, about horoscopes and zodiacs. That bitch. I'm going to have that in my head for the rest of the night. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in that. And, you know, it's silly. But most people who use it only know, like, the superficial trait. You know, like, they know the bare bones of it. But zodiacs are really it goes deep you know based mm-hmm. on what the cosmos were doing when you were born like it goes deep you can yeah. actually i'd suggest that everyone um damn i wish i remembered the site i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet it tomorrow so i'll just like post it on the friend zone twitter but look up your birth chart i i swear to god right? friend i was just about to say i was oh. trying to let you finish mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm not into like you know spiritism signs and none of that shit right you know no disrespect anyway it's just not my thing totally but my friend had this book (laughs) where you could look up your birthday (laughs) and it's scary i swear to god it was you to a t and not just so 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 i'm like okay maybe it's just you know my birth april 10th the people born on my birthday right i started looking up like people i knew and was close to and Mm -hmm. it explained everything about them i said i ain't wrote this damn book who the fuck who been watching me (laughs) I ain't write this shit. No, I'm telling you. He was in the shower today looking behind the curtain like, who the hell? No, listen, if you know what time you were born, obviously, because not everyone knows that, but try to, right? Try to find out what time you were born. Obviously, you know your birthday. So, hopefully, anyways. So, if you have those two things, you can look up your birth chart. And, you guys, it's a long read, but it's exciting because It it breaks down everything about where each planet was the day you were born. And it tells you everything from... You know, your worst personality traits to your best personality traits, the things that you're interested in. You'll really see yourself completely dissected. And mind mm-hmm. you, this it's person scary. that wrote this doesn't even know you. So it's like the scariest thing. But that's what restored. Like, that's what showed me like, yo, this shit is real. Like, it's not just about being, you know, you say you're Taurus and people are like, oh, you're stubborn. Like, that's just the basics, you right. know. But when you really get into it, that shit is dope. Definitely look up your birth chart. Now we have to go into listener letters. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> as per usual, thank you all so much for emailing Coast all of your beautiful emails. Uh, every week, you can, or any day, any hour, any minute, you can send an email to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. We're going through all the emails, looking at what all you cool things guys are talking about. Some people have been sending in pictures, like somebody sent in a picture really? of a child, yeah, and they were precious. Oh, but uh, I am reading all the emails. I feel like I don't respond. I need to set it up on my phone. So I, I do too. Can, can you right? resend us that link? 
Yeah. <laughs> scroll up. Thank you. <laughs> scroll up. I'm like, up. shit, I forgot what the It was, it was hard to find that link. Don't scroll you, up. How did you, you find it? Well, yeah, go ahead. Don't you hate when people <laughs> said, say that? Can scroll. you resend? You'd be like, scroll. <laughs> no, like. No, you're no. Right, no we, <laughs> we've talked so much on it. It'd be yeah. impossible to scroll. Y'all sure have. <laughs> Everybody knows that I'm like notoriously a terrible texter. Yeah. So Asante hasn't texted us in three weeks. Just be me and Dustin in the cho- in the chat. <laughs> the only time that Asante is is an effective texter is when you're in a public place and you're talking about somebody on the text message. That's not true. Asante will text that's you. Not true. When I say detail, that's not true because people will people he'll text always you the catch terms me. And, and conditions people when you always in, when catch me public. looking away. People always catch me looking away, so it always ends up turning out that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving left and right, right on along. <laughs> I got that from Dustin. <laughs> right. Moving left from and the, right along. From the greatest <laughs> hits. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of, of these that I want to look into. So this this is the one I'm going to start with. I tried shaving down there recently, and I'm either doing something wrong or missing steps, or it's just not for me. I can't take the itchy, uncomfortable, uncomfortable stubble that seems to grow back immediately, and I don't think it's worth it to shave slash nair every day or endure the pain of getting waxed. How do you guys feel about body hair on yourself or other people, specifically your partners? Do you guys shave everywhere, trim, why or why not? And if so, could you recommend methods, exfoliating tips, or products? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's this? That's so personal. <laughs> well, it's like, do you have a landing strip? Well, let, let, right. let's, stay focused, let's stay focused on, do you trim the on, sides? The, on the partner, maybe. <laughs> like, like, let's do, like. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Uh, I, the shaving down there thing, it never worked out for me. <laughs> it leaves darkness ingrown hair but all kinds of ailments <laughs> so, so you found a stone to do it for you <laughs> imagine shit <laughs> i didn't look that up Just if you put this blue topaz in, in underneath your earlobe <laughs> all your coochie hair fall out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> come on y'all this is a friend zone yes it is <laughs> And no. so is that if you put that stone underneath your earlobe. Go ahead. <laughs> so for me, I definitely have to do the waxing because that's the only way to get the mm-hmm. <laughs> the smoothness, the, yes. you know, minimized, uh, uh, what is it? The hair, ingrown hair bumps and yes. darkness. But I will say this. I know a lot of people do shave. One suggestion I have, and this is based, I base, I'm basing this, I can't even speak today, on how I shave my legs at least. Mm-hmm exfoliate first that always helps Mm -hmm. because it it like loosens up the hair in a way so that the uh, possibility of getting ingrowns is lessened yeah Yeah. so exfoliate first if you don't have one just put sugar with oil just mix it in like a jar Uh, brown sugar is better so it won't cut your skin up Mm -hmm. and just exfoliate those areas let it chill for a little bit and then go ahead and shave and that'll give you a cleaner shave a more a longer lasting shave and that's actually a good tip for the legs too ladies so that you won't get the strawberry uh they call them strawberry legs the little dots that we tend to get from shaving exfoliate first and then shave yeah Yeah. i think it just comes down to an issue of preference when we're talking about what your partner has some people prefer clean shaving some people prefer hair it depends on a couple different things me personally 
I think that um, <clears throat> I just think that everything should be maintained, but I don't think it should be like you shouldn't look like you went to the barber shop in your drawers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be that lining up your pubic hair and all that stuff. <laughs> like, just just trim it down no if necessary. No you know, no, no, like, no French rolls in the your two or the three. You know what I'm saying? None of that. You know, no ponytails. None of that. Like, just you know, no, no braid French out, braids. no twist outs. Yeah, oh finger finger waves. You know? Wait, wait. Yeah, I mean, you know, chip get real for people probably. Lace front pubic hair. Nobody want that. You know, like I I just, I just think that it should be as natural as possible while being, you know, tolerable and clean. I think the point is being clean. Yeah, that makes me feel a little. Do you think for women though, like you, like do you have to shave? Like absolutely, because I feel like men, you could get away. Well, gay men are different, obviously, but like for men, mostly it's gonna be like, oh, well, you just a man, you're gonna do whatever you want. But for women. Is the pressure like really on to shave? Like if I, yeah, there is. A, I won't lie. Because I don't want to tell this girl like if you don't feel like doing it, then well, but you, you know gotta what? find a man that's I'm about like to that. have a TMI moment. That's when fine. I, when I was younger, I used to feel that pressure. You know, it's like you have to be waxed and all this thing right. and everything in your. You underwear. see it on TV all the time. Yeah, but now the older I've gotten, I'm just like, look, homie, <laughs> <laughs> you lucky if I even give you, you like a if season. You finding out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're lucky you've gotten this far. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't going to pressure me. Just be grateful. Okay? <laughs> Just be grateful you in the know. Okay? Just be grateful you in the number. Yo. Okay. That right and there I, was good. I'll just say to you, just do what makes you feel comfortable. Don't be getting ripped and, you know, split up and cut and shaved if you don't like it. Like, whatever. A dude does, listen, a dude that's really into you is not tripping. As long as you're clean. As long as you are clean and tolerable, I should say. And look, clean. there are more than enough Victoria's Secret scents out there, like <laughs> lotions and. And fragrances to to go on ahead and make that as appealing as you would like to make it. All them girls, the girls that use them Victoria's Secret lotions, they all waxing. They get waxed. The ones that you, well, that's them girls that use Victoria's Secret lotion and stuff. You know they get waxed. That's, you know, they go, they go, they get they, their eyebrows they can't done. Always and be they waxed. Sometimes Amber Rose yeah. or Love Potion Number post- Ten, Pear Lace. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all the names. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What was the whispering? What was the other? Um, it was something oh, about whispers. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Angel whispers. <laughs> that went on sale for like $10 for do- $10 or some I shit. Used to, man, you get the I body spray the, and the lotion. The mis- you know, they had a men's fragrance. They had two of them. Uh, very sexy for you him. You sit on the train and smell up the whole platform. Smelling like Glade. <laughs> smelling like a plug-in. Getting on, getting on the train smelling like a damn plug, uh, air wick. Ooh. Oh, my God. I remember those Well, hopefully days. we helped you. We don't get uh, some fucking perfume. <laughs> Use another. Spend the money. Get you some damn old day perfume. Get you some. And stop with the mist. Right. Some perfume. <laughs> Whatever. What's the next one? Um... She's Can gonna we, she's gonna be like, that's not what I asked. Douch. Douch. Oh my god. No, You're don't get like, don't no, get kid fury started. Douch. Something to clean the yeah. <laughs> you okay. see that woman over there? She's sad no, because no, no, no. We coming back. And that goes for women and men. We we Ouch. bringing it back. Go ahead. So here's the next question. <laughs> now this one is actually titled "Let Me Get My English Right" for Dustin. Ooh, I like them already. Right? 
dusting out here. Someone proactive, <laughs> you know. Hey, but you know what? You can't be doing people like that, though. I'm not. I love everybody. That was funny though. Mm-hmm. Dustin was like, they every... can't be doing me like that. Hell, <laughs> how was he? You see how they just did you? Remember last time you tried to read that? Anyway, <laughs> about six months ago, I met a guy on a social media app. He lived in Cali, and I live in Texas. His home life was not the best. His mother required him to take care of him and verbally abused him for years. Damn. He was ready to go and ready to get out of the situation immediately. I'm like Fran where I tend to fall in love with potential. Mm. I'm working on it. Mm. Hush, Dustin. As am I. <laughs> Long story short, he's moved here to Texas. He loves it, and I love having him here. One problem, his personal hygiene is way off. I didn't know that this oh. is what this was going to be. Oh. Um, we've spoken about it and it's gotten a bit better. He's not used to someone caring about these things. He's had other boyfriends before, but apparently they never said anything. Since he's gotten better with it, he showers before anything sexually occurs. The sex is out of this world. I'm not going to lie. Niggas got good pipe. That was completely unnecessary. (laughs) Look, look, hush, Dustin. Right. Hush, hush, (laughs) Dustin. So my question is a hush dusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so see they so, knew. So they so knew. So my better. question how can I get him to begin to care about hygiene and how he looks? I thought you said he did. Well, I guess they I guess they want it to be enough? like an ongoing thing. <laughs> huh? Only during sex, that was it. Oh, well, priorities, you know? I mean, it's like, I would think that that would be the time when you would most want them to care about personal (laughs) hygiene, you know? That's a priority. Like, let's let's be happy with that. That's a tough one, though. I didn't tell someone that. But on some real, like, on the real, all jokes aside, Mm -hmm. I think it's great that you're dating someone that was comfortable or, or even made the effort to have a conversation as uncomfortable as and that. Yeah, and they it. were open to the information. Mm-hmm. Right. So the fact that they made some strides or improvement in that area is great. Uh, I'm a, I'm the type of person that believes that there's an effective way to have uncomfortable conversations like that. Right. And you have to consider the source, right? You have to be humble. If my breath is stinking, you Negroes better tell me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm okay with you telling mm-hmm. me. Like, and so you have to kind of just have that perspective. And I think it's great that you found a partner that is open to the information and if it worked the first time then suggest the douch again you know what i'm saying suggest <laughs> what I, and the, for those who don't get the reference <laughs> go on go search on twitter <laughs> maybe even facebook by now search on search <laughs> for now. hashtag douch d-o-w-c-h and all I can think about your whole right life now. will be changed. That key. Actually, that's low key the inspirational moment of the week. <laughs> Search it, for it doubt. Seems to feel like Search it. for doubt, and I'll. You guys know I post it every week when the show posts. So right. I'll be posting we'll, doubts we'll for post you tomorrow. It on the friends on Twitter mm-hmm. and hashtag it. Hashtag what he says after he says doubt. <laughs> hashtag the next line. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your advice, Asante? You know what? It is uncomfortable to have that conversation. I was in a situation once where, like, and it wasn't a <gasps> sexual one. No, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> what did you say to them? No, I was in a situation where I was musty. Like, it was hot. Oh, First you, of all, oh, oh. like, New York City is, like, hot as hell. So, I, I remember being musty and my friends, like, didn't know how to tell me, hey, you musty. Like, and it was, like, one of those really awkward they, but you couldn't smell it yourself? No, like, it was one of those situations where we came from a party, too. Like, and not to say because I left the party, I should have just been all right. But I was just like, damn, like, uh, I didn't even know the excuse. We were high as hell. I don't remember, <laughs> like, the whole premise of any of this shit. Like, I just remember being high as hell. I realized that I was musty, and they were, like, making fun of me. And I was like, this is some bullshit. Were you offended? But, I was offended, but at the same time, like, it's something that's hard for people to talk about. Right. So, like, half the battle is over. The fact that you've gotten this conversation out with your boyfriend, like, 
Like, that's fine. But I think you need to really figure out with him, like, since this is an ongoing thing, why he only feels like it should be like a before a, a sexual thing as opposed to like just a part of his daily routine. Like maybe something hasn't clicked with them. Maybe he was just I was going to say maybe he was having an off day because I was just having an off day. But I just know that it takes a certain it takes a certain suaveness to have these sorts of conversations and try to put people in better spaces. So maybe he only does that out of obligation. He just don't like the shower and you have to deal with that. I don't know. No, but you don't. I think you, well, uh, clearly you don't. Right. But Shit, no stinking ass. Yeah. But that's hard because, you know, you can't make someone care all the time about some shit that they just don't care about. You can. But if you want to get, like, you just need to kind of sit down and figure out what the root of that might be, though. See, y'all are dope because y'all would communicate that. I would be uncomfortable communicating that. I've actually dated people, and once I sensed that their hygiene wasn't, you know. You eased on down the road. I just, I lost interest. because Absolutely. In a, yeah, like, in a way, I felt like I shouldn't have to tell you this. I agree 100%. You know, like, right. I shouldn't teach you, like, how to bathe and things. You know, so it, it actually just kind of made me fall back. Because I just sort of felt like that represents more issues. <laughs> like, right. that means you're slacking, like, period. If I you, think it's, like, know? I don't know, friend. You tell me this. You might know, right? I feel like it's a sign to, uh, like, like when people don't care enough. You know what I mean? That's to take care of their physical hygiene. To me, hygiene. it's like a bigger story. What's wrong with you? It's like, what you depressed? Story. Like, what's what's wrong with you that I'm talking about like habitually funky people, or not even <laughs> know, funky, well, but like nasty. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why they need to sit down and talk with them. Because yeah. you know, for some people, like in the in the religious world, they treat water a certain way. So well, that's you know, different to me. Well, I, I, now, I can't necessarily get with. And, and I I struggle with that when it comes to being judgmental, right? Because I know I have friends who are of different faiths and don't believe in using like deodorant and stuff. Oh, and so true. I've, I've smelled them. I've seriously I've smelled them like you know have have a, a an odor, and I know that they're aware and they know that I'm aware and they know it's for reasons. So I respect it and just you know See, get them a table different. across the room. Like so I don't. <laughs> that's different. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's but I'm like just saying that there has to be some sort of something there for this to only be where they clicked. Like, okay, this is a sexual thing. He just wants me to be clean for sex. Like, and not to say that... Or, right, or he just doesn't want to be stressed during sex because it's got to be, like, hella stressful to be doing it and worrying about stinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I bet you he is so relieved now. Okay. Now, that, now that we didn't got that shit out the way, I bet you he's <laughs> so relieved, you know what I mean, about, like, not having to worry about stinking while they're doing it. That's got to be super, like, you talking about anxiety. Right. And he's talking about the, the, this person. You can't even really great. get down with the get down because you worried about keeping your arms down. <laughs> and you know they, they already talking about the sex being great. Like How? They, they, Sway? <laughs> they doing something. but Sway don't know. They got plug-ins. <laughs> Well, for the plugins that they carpet fresh. No, Ooh. okay, no. We're about to go on ahead and just wrap this on up. We're about to go on ahead and end it. Thank you all so much. I'm in hammer. Bacon soda. No, no. Do y'all have church announcements? Is there... <laughs> yes. Come on. Will. I do, and oh, I need gosh. to pull them up. So go ahead well, and do what you you're doing. Do you have any church announcements? Um, I do not. Okay. Well, coming up for. Oh wait, I do. But go ahead. You go first. Well, no. I just want to say really fast. Coming up. This week for me, oh, I have a busy week, kind of. Uh, on Sunday, the 15th, I'll be in North Carolina for the read with the hey. read. Yeah. So if you see me, come say hello. We'll Charlotte, talk about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also on Monday, that Monday night, I'm performing at Sylvana at Tomorrow in Harlem off 116th. All right. Um, from 630 to 8, I'll be there with some friends. We're going to be doing some improv. 
So come and out we'll and see us, too. have a drink. Damn right. right. Uh, come, okay, well, come chill with the friend zone. Oh, it's for the Soul Glow Projects podcast. It's, they do a live show once a month. Um, shout out to them, Emily, Sus- Emily, Anna, and Keisha Zolar. I just like saying her last name a lot. Um, you got your church announcements ready? I do. You all set? I think so. Well, I'm going to lob it over to Hey Friend, Hey, and let her go. <laughs> Ladies um, first, friend. And you're, thank by you. the by, you That's guys, listeners. By the by. Fran's hair is twisted tonight, and she looks absolutely oh, gorgeous. Thank you. It looks so cute, Thanks. My yes. hair was so gross. I needed to give it some attention. Well, it ain't oh, no more because you care about your hygiene, girl. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, no, no Ain't nobody tell her shit. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> okay. Um, two quick ones. Uh, the first one being I posted a video uh, last week. Um, it's the mixture that I was telling you guys for fall. Mm. Right. It's an amazing mixture of mango and coconut oil and shea butter and black currant, which is a nice berry that uh, gives your butter like a really fresh kind of people said it smells like a like kool-aid but i don't know well who don't like as long as it's red who don't like kool-aid i'm gonna have to yeah yeah, okay yeah so it's if you like uh actually this is the natural version of the sprays and mists and lotions we were just saying (laughs) (laughs) sorry victoria we don't care about your secret we done told your secret girl (laughs) sorry sorry victoria DIY version. It's up on my channel, youtube.com slash Hey Of course, I'm going to tell you guys to subscribe. Absolutely. Right, but it's a cool video. Um, it's also a subscription box service if you don't have the ingredients at home. I collaborated with a company called Curl Mix, and they will send you the box with all the ingredients so that you can make it yourself. And then hopefully I will sway you to join the DIY life. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is... We are supporting our homies, Dormtainment, yeah. yes. off of YouTube. They will be performing, I believe it's at the Gramercy um, this Thursday. Um, I'm not sure the time. I think it's at 8 o'clock. But come support Dormtainment. Friend Zone will be there. Um, oh, also, this Weirdo Thursday. Workshop. Yes. Um, yes, there's a group yeah. called Lewis York. They're two of my best friends. They make amazing music. They're amazing You guys music. are so good. We'll shit. be there tomorrow as well. Sabrosa. That's at Sabrosa's. Um, we'll post all this information, but it's at 8 o'clock. So that's it. Those are my church announcements. Fantastic. And I will definitely be in the building for yeah, all of us the Weirdo will. Workshop. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a good time. <laughs> you You're going? You're going? You're going? We can't do a bounce beat church enough. Okay, we'll do it on the way We'll close. Yeah. Word. Okay, so shout out to our Halloween costume. Asante and I were crisscrossed for Halloween, and it fucking rocked. Oh, that's cute. Okay. It was a shit. I need to see pictures. Now, I will be, I am very fortunate and grateful to be included in a panel um, discussion as part of the Uprising Conference for Block with New York University uh, this Saturday, November 14th. Um, the panel is on mm-hmm. African Americans in media and entertainment, our representation, our image, you know, and what we feel like we can contribute to the landscape, you know, and how we can impact, you know, and put our put our footprints in the sands of time. My mom's like going. Said. Your mom's going? She listens yes. and she was like, I'm going to Dustin's panel. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to make sweet? me cry. I like, swear friend, to you for too. real. She's going. And that had nothing to do with me. She called me to tell me she was going. Because yes. she said she wanted to support. I'm sorry for every cuss word I've ever uttered. <laughs> Since your mom listens to the show, I want to have a date with her so we can have seafood together. So go ahead. <laughs> me too. 
I cannot come. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Big love. And, uh, so I, I also want to give a shout out to my aunt. This is something we never do, but my aunt Phyllis, who I love dearly, my father's sister, she listens to the show oh, and soldiers hi, through my aunt bad Phyllis. language and doesn't make what me up? feel bad about it. Same with she my told mom. me that she understands <laughs> there's an audience. And oh, I was like, you. oh, how cool Like, is my aunt? So I love you, Phyllis. Right. Shout out. Anyway, so yeah, so this Saturday, I'm really excited on speaking on that panel um, and just kicking it it's a great event for black collegiate professionals and, and people to network so if you want to be connected and in the loop and a part of what's going on see you this saturday at nyu yay that's it for this week's thank you for listening episode. you guys we, we just, love you guys we love you we'll we love you week. stay black we'll oh, see y'all next great. week i'm gonna be there to pick my kids up on sunday <laughs> and my baby hair better you know when you drop your kids no up, we gotta your do daughter song. hair no. better still be combed when you pick her up on sunday <laughs> damn it you didn't let my daughter walk around in her okay. hygiene messed up as we just got through doing a damn show about cleaning your body up we gonna say it like pies ain't no damn but ain't no ain't no hygiene bitch. and then i tell you another mother and yeah come on if you don't follow plies on instagram follow him it's yes. the best thing you ever do he's yes. my trade prince i love him we love you guys. Love you guys. See you Bye. See you next week. And then we'll see you next week. And then we'll see you next week. And then we're going next week. And then we're rolling, 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 rolling. See you next week. And then we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. See you next week. And then get take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Friends on the friends on. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 